Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. I'm Tony, and tonight I'm joined by Adam, Liza, and our very special guest from the city of Orlando, Chris. How's everybody doing? Whoa. Hey. Excellent. Uh, And I say Chris is our very special guest because she uh, has taken a trip down to Orlando for the first day of, I guess these are passholder previews for the reopening of Universal. So they initially said it was a passholder preview, but, and, and I think there was some problems, you know, signing up. And so, um, they did start allowing guests who were staying at the resort to, um, you know, to, to come, if you had a resort reservation, you could go into the parks as well today and tomorrow. And then I think Friday it's anybody can get in up to a certain, it's first come first serve. Excellent. How, how fortuitous for you. I know, right? I was just sitting on my house in my house on Monday, and I because I had signed up for the passholder thing. Like I said, couldn't get through, and I thought, you know, I really need to get out of the house. I'm just done with this. I mean, we've been inside the house for three months straight, basically. I just told my husband I was going down, and one of the kids wanted to go. It was only overnight. I was very excited. We left this morning. We'll be back tomorrow, like early evening. So and, short and trip. You flew, you, you flew down. I did. I flew out of Atlanta and just if anyone's going in the next couple weeks or so into Orlando International, just keep in mind they are basically only working out of side A. They're all of, you know how you have a side A and a side B. Side B is where you have your magical express normally. Well, side A is the only one open right now and all they have is like all your luggage would would go there, you know, that's the only carousels. Both both Atlanta International and uh, Orlando International were pretty much empty. Like you could walk through pretty quickly through security, just if you happen to be traveling. Yeah, so I, I I heard over this past weekend uh, the number of people total in the country that went through TSA checkpoints um, on one day was about two hundred and I'm sorry, it was about twenty four thousand uh, versus like the two point nine million that usually do it like every day it was it was it was crazy it was crazy numbers yep so it was really kind of different i it wasn't it was a lot less than i expected because i as soon as i pulled into the parking garage at the airport this morning i was like oh this is very different you know i could get right in front of the entrance to the airport and everything and this is that you know one of the busiest airports in the world. So excellent. So you you made it down there, okay? No incidents. Uh, you wore your mask. I'm I'm assuming. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty mixed in the airport itself, but on the plane, everyone had a mask on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and you made it safely to Orlando, and that, uh, yes. we we won't disclose which resort you're staying in, but you are staying on property. Oh, um, I don't you know, telling people. Well, it's all about like security. Gonna... <laughs> we we don't want we don't want you being deluged. Right. <laughs> you know what? I'm at Royal Pacific. Originally, I, I was just going to stay at Cabana because I thought it would only be me. But then my younger son wanted to go. Who is in the shower right now and singing the theme from the Muppets? Oh, let's not embarrass him. <laughs> can, can you hear it? Because no. Can... I just wanted to. Stop. Can we hear like, it? You're distracting me, kid. <laughs> Can, can you hold the phone by the door by any chance? No, That's what I was wondering. Oh, right. And then we can, we can embarrass him later on in his life. 
Yeah, I don't know if you can embarrass this kid, but yes, well, no. Good. I initially I was just going to go to Cabana Bay because, um, you know, I didn't personally feel like I needed the express pass, but when he said he was going to go, I thought, well, we'll upgrade. Um, it's only one night, so yeah, we're at oh. Royal Pacific, one of the deluxe, which means you get the express pass, which is nice to have because it's every, you know, like a lot of times, and I don't know, I know Liza, you've done Universal a lot. If you do, um. The express pass, it's still like maybe a 10 to 30 minute wait sometimes, mm -hmm. but um, it's a walk. Everything was a walk on today, of course. I know. I'm so, so. jealous. It's dead here. There's nobody here. Nobody here. Oh. All right. Well, never... let's, let's, let's take a step back. You arrived at your resort. Yes. Um, obviously, the new safety protocols are in place. I'm sure there's plenty of signage. Yes, there's uh, a ton. Did did they do anything in terms of, of health scans at the resort? Yes. So when you walk in right away, there's a guy taking your temperature. They ask you to use some, uh, uh, what is it, uh, hand sanitizer. They take your temperature with the little thing on your forehead, which doesn't touch you, actually, which I kind of, I don't know why I thought it pressed into your head. I've never had my temperature taken that way. And, um... And then they give you a little band. It's like a little, you know, like the kind you get when you would go to a concert or something. It's like a little paper band. And you wear that all day so that everywhere you go, they don't have to stop you again for a temperature check. And the color changes every day. Um, so that was one protocol. Go up to the front desk. There are There's plexiglass. They don't touch your driver's license, for example, when you check in. You just show it to them up against the glass. And the same with your card. So they don't handle anything with you. They're behind the glass. I'm assuming you went up, dropped off your bags, and then hit the park? We did. I mean, so there was no one at the, at the, in the lobby at all. It was just us. I think there was one other family that we saw. You know, normally when we check into one of these hotels, your room is not ready right away. That's pretty much the norm. So I was really surprised when they said our room was ready. So we dropped our bags off, and then we walked over to the park. Um, they are running the... Uh, water taxis, but not all day long. So because we got here around 1130, they, um, they weren't running. So we just walked over. It's a 15 minute walk. And when you, when you walked over, uh, I know usually when you take that path, uh, just as you're approaching the city walk area, they usually have a security checkpoint with a bag check. Um, yeah. is that still in place? So you're a resort guest, you, you obviously don't have to go out to the parking structure to get into that line. Right. Right. You, so you're going through security and do they do any type of health check or do you guys just, do they just check your, your wristbands to make sure that uh, you're in compliance with the, the temperature regulations and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, that, that's exactly it. Otherwise it's the usual, you put your bag and it's scanned and then you, you go into the park. And it's, it was interesting because so at that point, you know, if you know where the Margaritaville is near Islands of Adventure, that little path for Royal Pacific comes right out of there. And you could hear they had this guy and this girl doing this whole spiel about don't get near each other, stay six feet apart, stay with your party, but everybody else stay away from, you know, um, be careful what you put your hands on, use the hands. Like they were giving the whole thing and then they would, they would intersperse that with some funny jokes and stuff like that. And you could hear them, like I said, across the bridge, um, and then it was the normal thing going into the park. So, except I don't, you didn't use your finger. There was no finger scan. Okay. Uh, to get through. 
Now, did you guys opt for the closest park, which is uh, Universal's Islands of Adventure, or did you go into uh, Universal Studios? We went to Islands of Adventure because my kid wanted to ride Spider-Man. So, oh, I will add one thing. If you have an annual pass here, your annual, and like for me, my pass expired on May 13th. They've already extended those, just so you know. I was a little nervous because in the app, mine still said May 13th. Um, and I got up there, and they had extended me three months. So um, just just so you know. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, there was no hassle. Whereas, like, for Walt Disney World, because I have a Disneyland, Disney World pass, my Disney World pass is useless until my Disneyland pass gets upgraded. Oh. Until um, they open that park. So I actually took the refund out, of, not to change the subject, but I took the Disneyland Disney World uh, refund w- w- what was left on that pass and just renewed my World one because um, I just thought it was yeah it was like another one of those quirks of having that pass and for me it actually it pays to have it it really does but I don't know that I would get another one but Universal everything was was taken care of we didn't have to do anything at all so I was really happy about that nice and we, we saw that you went live for a little bit as you guys were yeah. walking and uh, how are the crowds but there's no one here I mean it was fantastic like I said I think you know they had they did have pass holders who were local and of course the people who were able to get a I think because they didn't communicate and I understand why but it, it wasn't really communicated very well and I'm, I think they weren't 100% that they were going to open their resorts on the second. Like, today's the third. So it's really only the second night they've been open. Um, I think because of that, it, you know, they didn't fill the whole resort, obviously. So it's empty. And you know what it made me think? It made me think that if Walt Disney World is going to be like this when it first opens, people need to go. It's kind of amazing to be just walking through a park and have all that space and get to see things you don't normally see. Yeah, it's really making me want to hurry up and get down there like next week. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to think of ways of what am I gonna do? Can I get down there with my kids? Because we're not going to Disney this summer. We're just not going to do it. And it didn't make sense for me to bring them then. But if Universal is gonna be open and they can go to the water park, I was like I was talking to you about it. I I think it might be worth it just to go down to do that because it seems like everything was cool. I mean, even though you have to wear the mask and so you have to wear the mask on all the rides. You have to wear the mask the entire time, except if you're eating. Now I did notice because we ended up going to two different places. Like Thomas, you know, he's a kid. He wanted to eat at Mm -hmm. circus McGurkis. And so I was like, okay, fine. You can go there. And I just sat, you know, and had a drink. And people, as soon as they went in there, would take off their mask as soon as they sat down. And Legan Cauldron, you know, it's the same there. As people, as soon as they could, they would they would take off their mask. Now, so. now, now, Liza, let me let me just say one thing. Don't go right away because Florida has not yet rescinded uh, their quarantine period for people from Louisiana, New York, New Jersey, or Connecticut. So, uh, arriving in Florida. When Arriving I looked at it those areas. today, it didn't have Louisiana on the list. Really? Yeah. Oh. Didn't see anything about Louisiana. Now, it used to be on there. And then when I looked today, it didn't have it on there. So I don't know. Well, 
I'm going to call Governor DeSantis and remind him. Um, do not. Please do not. Or I will turn <laughs> New Hampshire in. Now, now, one thing, Chris, uh, you were mentioning the masks, and uh, it looks like Universal has created a U-rest area yeah. uh, for people who want to remove their face masks. Uh, and you can do it in a certain area. They're very well, um, very well signed, uh, and you are allowed to move your remove your mask in the area. Uh, they still ask that you practice social distancing, um, you know, remaining six feet apart. But they do have designated you rest areas. Um, I literally didn't see anyone without a mask. Okay. The only time I saw it was babies like little little babies or um you know when they were sitting down at a table to eat mm-hmm. um okay. it was actually pretty impressive now i will say that um when i was downstairs earlier i was talking to one of their team team members here they call them and she said that yesterday somebody was going off about having to wear a mask and they had to get security and stuff like that and i think unfortunately you will hear a lot of a lot okay. of stories like that coming out but I didn't see anyone not wearing one. I didn't even see people pulling the whole, you know, I've got a drink in my hand. I'm just going to carry it the whole time, you know, and not wear a mask. Although I did drink my butter beer and walk with it, you know, but I mean, for the most part, people seem like they were being conscientious, but again, these are pass holders and pass holders tend to, you know, they understand how to operate in the park. But right. also, it was not hot here today. Like, it started out kind of warm, and then it, it just rained. It, like, poured for about 10 minutes. And it was kind of chilly the rest of the day. So it worked out really well from that that perspective. Could uh, Universal not have been so crowded today, too? Because they only announced they were opening, uh, what, two weeks ago? So for people to you know, get a hotel reservation all figured out and how you're going to yeah. get down there within two weeks is more difficult than what Disney's got going on, which is going to open up, you know, in six weeks from now. Right. I'm just, well, you know, maybe up North, but in the Southeast, I could see people, the flights were cheap. So I think there's an incentive there, you know, to kind of, and there were even, even, you know, like I said, I, I made this 36 hours before we went and there was, there were pass holder rates at every resort. So, I mean, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that I, I, I honestly think, and I think part of it was a communication problem because, you know, when they said they were going to open, they said on the first, they would do invited guests and then second and uh, first and second and then invited guests and then the third and the fourth would be pass holders i mean it was not exactly clear who could come um so i think that might have been part of the problem but also people are still nervous about traveling you know i had a few friends say oh my god you're leaving you're going you're going out of your house and i'm like i i have been in the house for three months so i have to go but yeah i i think and, and if that's the case, maybe it'll be like that all summer, which would be great for, for some people, not so much for the people who make a living here, but. Right. Um, yeah, I'm very curious well, to see what it's going to be like. I, I'm personally, I would want to go with my kids. So 
I mean, just enjoy that park like that and the Harry Potter land and my mom being able to see Diagon Alley. With... Did you just call it Harry Potter land? Isn't that what it is? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, it's different names. Okay, well. It's the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Okay, that's too long to say. You know, it's like Star Wars land. Let's oh, call it Star Wars that, land. It me Although crazy. Galaxy's Edge is a shorter thing to say than... The Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I mean, that's just like, it's too much for me to deal with. So my mom loves it. And to be able to see Diagon Alley like that and to go all throughout there with limited people, that's amazing. And and that's actually a really good um, point because like for someone who really, particularly the Harry Potter stuff, like I really love it. Um, I think it's definitely, it's a huge perk. Now, there are definitely downsides. I mean, one of the downsides is you have to wear a mask. And today was cool. It didn't really matter. But I would imagine when it's hot, it could get pretty unpleasant. My recommendation is if you can get the disposable ones, get those. Because when you're outdoors, even even in this weather, when it wasn't, you know, you're not really sweating that much, you still want to change them. And you... I can't imagine bringing like a cloth mask and laundering it every night or whatever you would have to do to make it pleasant. Um, so I would, I would recommend those. I, I meant to try out those gators that uh, Jeremy mentioned, oh, yeah. but, but I bought them and I forgot them in the house. So um, we'll, we'll let you know how those work out next week. Well, um, oh, I'll ahead. tell you, I, I cannot tell you how excited I am to be wearing a mask in mid August when I go. Right. I mean, that's I the thing. But, but, but Tony, here's the thing. You get that crazy rain. I don't know. It's not so much in August. You have a point. But in July, it rains nonstop here. And it's never. I mean, again, I always the barometer for people should be. Does Chris were, would have so much sunblock on she could slip down the street? You do. I didn't even time. wear it today. You didn't. Because you didn't oh, need that's it. That's crazy. No, you no. always need sunscreen. Tony. It's not going to matter for you because you can take your shirt off and just wear your mask. So it kind of negates what? it. That's what true. What? Oh, because he's so hairy. People think he because just has a hairy sweater. I'll be wearing on. a sweater. Exactly. <laughs> no, sweater. we need to get you like a did trimmer. Did you ever just think of waxing that, Tony? Woo! You should give it a shot. It's not too late. If you and, do, uh, I want a video. We've had... Waxing we've parlors had are some, closed up here, so he can't. Yeah, do it we've now. had some bad waxing incidents in the past, so we don't uh, we don't do that <laughs> oh, anymore. You tried it? Oh my gosh! Yeah, wow. That's well, awesome. not we 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 nared. You nared. Nared's horrible. Nared. Nared's the worst. It's brutal. So let let's get back to Chris's trip because uh, that's Darn. really what we're here to talk about. Um. <laughs> And, and I know well, that I was kind uh, of enjoying that. I kind of was too. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> That's all right. But our our tens of listeners uh, <laughs> that we have left at this point, while we're talking about my back, really, really don't uh, don't care. Um, and I I know a lot of attractions are not open. You know, I, I mentioned the the mask free area. Uh, one of them is actually in the uh, Sinbad uh, Eighth Voyage of Sinbad Stunt Show Theater. Uh, so while they're not performing because that's an enclosed area and I guess, uh, certain shows that are, are enclosed with seating in close proximity can't be open. So they're using that for the mask free 
uh, you rest area right now. So what in Islands of Adventure did you see that was open and, and what wasn't open? Uh, did you get a look at the, uh, at the there, I guess they're laying track for the new Velociraptor coaster in, uh, yeah. in Jurassic Park. You yeah, know, what, that looked pretty impressive. I'm I'm sure my kids will love that. And um, is is Thomas uh, still small enough to do pterodon flyers? No, I don't think so. And uh, I'm not sure that was actually running today because okay. there were no people on it. Like it was going overhead, but I didn't I didn't see anyone on it. Oh wait, I did. I did see so. Yeah, so that's running. Um, All right, good. I, yeah, that's one reason I have to I have to go with my nieces because I love that ride, but everybody in my family now is too tall, including me. <laughs> yeah, because you have to have a kid with you, right? It's got to be one adult, one kid. Right. Yeah. I did so see that during the team member previews that they were letting anybody ride it. That was for the past two days. The Terran oh, Flyer. Try to get right. on that tomorrow. Dang it! Because that looks yeah. fun. I would I would enjoy that personally. Did you um, say you? You did eat at that, the Dr. Seuss restaurant, whatever it is called. Circus McGurkis? So, yeah. I mean, basically, we had lunch at two different places. He didn't eat at mine, (laughs) and I didn't eat at his. Because I really love the fish and chips at the Leaky Cauldron. And so, I was holding out for that. I didn't really get to eat until 4.30. Um, but, But that brings me to probably my biggest concern about this, which is food. Um, you know, a very few kiosks, hot dog places, pretzels, churros, very few of those are open. If, if any, actually, I, I didn't see any open. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. But um, most of your quick service is open, but it's impossible to get into because what they're doing, and it's understandable, but because of social distancing, they have to only let you in when someone finishes, Right. And so we, we literally waited an hour for the fish and chips and there could not have been more than 20 people ahead of us, maybe 25 and they were in groups. So they were going together. It wasn't like there were like solo diners that had to be accommodated. So for Circus McGurkis, we got in there, you know, easy because nobody wants to eat there. That food is really bad. And, um, they had a limited menu and you had a choice. They sent you to your table. You didn't obviously go up to the counter and order. Sent you to your table, and they had someone come by, and they said, you know, your choice is you can order from me or you can order on the app. But they seemed to strongly prefer the app, so I ordered on the app. It probably took a half hour. And they kept coming by the table and saying, have you ordered? And I'm like, yes. You know, so it was a little, you know, it's all new. So it's totally fine. It's, you know, like I said, it's all new. And then for Leaky Cauldron, like I said, it, it took us an hour between waiting and then waiting in line and then getting our food. It was pretty, pretty crazy. They just, they do the same thing where they have you order from your table. So now, now I have a travel agent friend who was down there today and I don't know if you experienced this, but she mentioned, uh, that when she placed an order via the mobile app, she received uh, complimentary cups for the Coke freestyle. Did you experience that? Um, I did. They told me it was because I have an annual pass. Okay. So that might be her situation too. The other thing that was interesting is they couldn't give you the discount for your annual pass. Uh, when you ordered, so they would give you cash back. Like, you know, at one point they just brought me like three bucks and I'm like, Oh, what's this for? And they said, Oh, it's your AP discount. So 
I think part of the crazy thing here is, you know, Universal wanted to get back in action so quickly that there was a very short window between when they made their presentation uh, to their opening date. And, you know, Chris, you said it seems like a lot of this stuff was done on the fly, the mobile ordering, some of the app stuff. Um, and I, I'd like to think that Disney having a, a longer time span before they open, you know, won't encounter, it, it won't seem so haphazardly thrown together. Uh, but then again, in our many years that both of us, uh, you know, Liza included, have been dealing with Disney, I think we know that their IT a little better than that. Uh, and it will still be a somewhat of a, a, a fire drill, uh, you know, even though they're going to have a six-month window. So I'm, I'm sure they're trying to get stuff done, you know, get that discount applied via the app. Um, you know, maybe it's just going to be time, uh, you know, um, so I, I think it's funny that they just, you know, they had to open, had to open, had to open, but now stuff kind of seems like, you know, like it's jerry-rigged. I don't, I don't know if that's what you feel having been there. You know, I, I think yes and no. I mean, I think this is, it's going to be a rough couple weeks, but the, the upside of that is ridiculously low crowds. Um, I've never been in any theme park that was this empty for anything other than like an after hours, like a private event. So it was, it was whatever quirks there are, I I think is well worth it. I would say if you're coming down, make sure you have some snacks and things like that, because if you've got younger kids, you know, a lot of times with kids, there's really like a five minute window between I'm okay and I'm starving and I'm going to lose it. Well, actually that's me too. I, I, I would say carry some snacks, just be prepared for food, maybe being complicated. To me, that was the only thing that was complicated. Everything else, they had it together. I mean, when you got up to a ride, they had hand sanitizer out. Um, they had social distancing on the rides down pat, you know, it wasn't a problem. Uh, all the lines are, you know, marked off where you need to stand. Um, right. If, if, I, food. if I recall correctly from your video, you guys, uh, did you guys ride Spider-Man? We did, yeah. Now, how did, how did they social distance on that? Was it uh, like by family unit or group? Did you guys get your own vehicle? We didn't get our own vehicle, but in, so they, they mainly did everything by families as far as like the same rows so, like, I think in that vehicle, there's three rows with four seats. You've got that kind of configuration. So there was the family in the first row, and then it was empty, and then us in the back row. And that was pretty much every ride we would go on. So we either had the whole car to ourselves or, you know, that kind of spacing. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, kind of nice, really. You're not all crowded in with strangers and stuff like that. I mean, super nice right now while the crowds are low, but you have to think that yeah. as they continue to ramp up, you know, with a, with a decreased ride capacity per hour, at some point, those lines are going to be back. It's not going to be as right. smooth as it is right now or as quick. Yeah, and, and that's the reality is the, the mm -hmm. ride capacity per hour is decreased. There's no mm -hmm. question about it. You know, at this point, it didn't matter. I mean, I think I touched on it a little bit. We had the Express Pass. We didn't see any really long lines. I think the longest line we saw was the trolley ride, which was 40 minutes. But mm -hmm. everything else was pretty much 15, 20 minutes. And like, even like a half hour after I saw that 40 minute wait time for the trolley ride, it was back down to 15. 
And that ride's always pretty long, the wait time for that, just because anyone can ride it. It's kind of fun. Hmm. Um, and it's right on the way to, you know, uh, Harry Potter and stuff like that. Harry Potter mm-hmm. land. Um, so, you know, Harry Potter speaking, land, you got that. speaking of Harry Potter land, did you ride the uh, Hagrid, those Hagrid motorcycles? As Liza well, calls she them. is not riding yeah. that. No, I, I don't think I want to go on that. Yeah, <laughs> somebody told me today that I wouldn't mind. You know, I don't mind a lot I'm of. I don't mind speed, but I I don't know. Chris told me I wouldn't like it. Would you so. be in my sidecar or would you be on the motorcycle? I think I got to be on the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You'd be too scared in the sidecar. I don't know. Does the sidecar, is that different? I don't well, know. Well, I mean, it's it, on the it side. Much, yeah, but it all does the same thing, right? Yeah. So, I, don't know. I, I was going to go on it last time we were here as a family. I was, I was going to go on it, and Kevin and Thomas went, and then Kevin got off with Thomas, and he said, I don't know that you would like this ride. So mm, I, I, I don't love know. It. I, I've heard it's really good. A lot of people like it better than Pandora. So I don't know. I like Gringotts. That's a good one. But I'm, you know, I, I have my limits. So, well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking honestly. Once this goes on for a little bit, and people start to see other people going and having a good time, that's going to issue in the bigger crowds, and it's going to continue. I think people are a little apprehensive at the moment, but. Yeah, I think um, I, I think that's true. I think you are going to have bigger crowds, but I don't think you're going to see that in June. Like, if, if you can get down here, this is the time to do it. You're never going to see it like this ever again, probably. Yeah, hopefully. Um, and I think you're probably going to see the same thing at World. And I would anticipate the same issues with food. I mean, we didn't have dinner tonight. That is my sad Disney Springs story. So I was... I was completely up for eating at Disney Springs. That's the one thing I was really looking forward to that. And, you know, Harry Potter, which I'm, you know, I'm that nerd. So I was really looking forward to going to Disney Springs. We were all settled. We came back here. I did a little bit of work and then we headed over and it was closed because even though it's supposed to be open until 10, and even though the curfew that's going on was supposed to, you know, start at 11, Disney closed it at 7. So, you know, I should have checked ahead of time. And I will say this too, Chris, when you were there at Universal and I heard the background music in the video. Yeah. I mean, it was really like the, you know, calling my name, begging me yeah. to go, like the bat symbol in the air. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, well, and that's the thing is I went over to Disney Springs, didn't get in there. And I drove all, all over property and I got like, really, like I saw a spaceship birth and I was like, Oh my gosh, a spaceship birth. Cause I, you know, drove past there. I drove past the grand Floridian, the whole nine yards. I was hoping that I would get a little glimpse of the magic kingdom, but I did not. Mm. Um, but I was, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's our little home. So, you know, it's our home away from home. So. Yeah, it's bittersweet. It's like you're back, but you still can't go. But you're so close. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was really close to eating at Frontier or someplace in oh. Disney Springs tonight. But that's okay. That's okay. It'll be there. It'll be there. Hummus. Well, and I didn't need it. Frankly, you know, I had butter beer earlier. 
I had a donut. You know, I'm not starving myself, so it's not like I needed it. But you know, anyway. But yeah, I'm. I'm. Say, I'm just going to say this. If you can go now, go now. If you're in the mm-hmm. southeast and can drive, you put those kids in the car and you come down here because <laughs> it, it right was now. really nice. Well, we're supposed to go down next weekend, so we'll see how that goes. Then I'll I'll let everyone know how it goes. But for now, it's been pretty great. So. Well, I must say, I'm very envious of you. Me too. You got to move to Georgia. It's a straight shot, six hours. Yeah, uh, Tony, let's just seven. move to Georgia. How about that? That's right. Yeah. At, at the at the Mouse and More compound. I am hey. trying to get that to happen because you know I keep wanting to like kick Kevin out and I'm going to move in. Yeah, poor Kevin. Go. Where's he going to go? He's going to have to get a bachelor <laughs> pad down the street. That's okay. I just want the baked goods and the din- dinners every night. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're there and uh, appreciate the, the insight from day three at Universal. Yeah. And uh, hopefully it's the, the start of, of a, a good summer for folks. Oh, I hope so, too. It's not going to be what people thought. You know, when I planned our summer vacation, it was an Alaska cruise. And my standards, I mean, I told someone one day, I'm like, my standards have gone from Alaska cruise to if that Atlanta aquarium would just open, you know, like, I don't even care. I just need to get on out. So this was... This was a really a nice kind of thing to just come down here and, and get out and have a little more normal. You know, I know that all of us, you know, are kind of oh, kind of yes. sick of that. So yes, we need but, it. Um, As a side note, uh, Disney Cruise Line did cancel their remaining Alaskan cruises uh, within the past day or so uh, because Canada has now placed a restriction on cruise ships with over 100 people they are not allowed to dock in any canadian port until uh, october 31st Mm -hmm. so yeah so all the alaskan cruises and one pacific coast cruise uh, have officially been canceled so that gets disney to mid-september on uh, cruises out with the wonder yeah that's it's so crazy i mean you know no one could have ever predicted this i i just i think i was and I'm not normally this much of an optimist, but I thought, ah, oh, you know, a couple, three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll take any kind of happiness we can get. And I just, I want to add, I looked over at my computer real quickly and I, a friend of mine who actually posted on my friend, Lynn actually posted and I'm going to answer her question right now. She said, um, will you post your thoughts on your day at universal, which I'm doing right now. But she said she read that someone else had a terrible day and there were technical problems. I I don't think I had one technical problem. I don't I don't even know. Um, you know, my app worked fine, other than waiting on food, which hmm. is really just a, a product of how they have to do things. You know. Well, I uh, I saw online too that people were complaining about maybe um, there being a backed up line. Uh, before you got into the park, I saw that was in the garages, which Chris didn't uh, go through. Yeah, I didn't have to go through the garages. That's for the peasants. I'm kidding. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> was that the thing? Not was really. Not really kidding. It was the garage, though, Adam. Yeah. Yeah, I saw online that there was a there was bottlenecks at the garages for the temperature checks, and it's just I think you know you. You got to do have a little bit of personal responsibility, I think, when it comes to the social distancing, because 
Universal can only put so many stickers out that tell you where to stand to right. stay far apart. But if you're if you're in a line, you know, where you got a hundred cars and everybody's getting out and coming to one spot, you know, it's up to you to stand six feet away from the person. And if you know, it's kind of like playing a game of like um, um, Pac-Man. You got to like run away from the ghosts. I guess it, yeah. if that makes any sense. Like it's just no. it. Right. If if you get to the line and you see the last sticker, just assume that there would be another sticker in six feet. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean it. So when I actually got into the park, and you know, again, it wasn't when it first opened. It was like eleven thirty, twelve o'clock. It was just a. We just walked right in. So yeah, I didn't experience anything like that. And. You know, again, we didn't experience any technical problems. We didn't have one ride breakdown. We didn't have any problems. You should tell your friend Lynn, if she wants your thoughts on today, uh, to listen to the podcast when we post it tomorrow. I will. I will. There you go. I'm going to message her. So, but yeah, it was good. I mean, and, and we've told, you know, and we talked about this as an agency on our private group. And, you know, this Tony and, and Liza. Um, you know, about sort of managing client expectations, which is hard to do because we don't necessarily know what to expect. But at the same time, I want to say to my client, look, and, and this is more for Disney than, you know, but with all the things that Disney isn't going to be doing, you know, there will be pixie dust thrown the way of guests. But you have to manage your expectations. Nonetheless, you're coming at a very weird time. And if people can do that, they will enjoy themselves so much better. In fact, you should apply that to everything in life. Just manage your expectations, you know? Have a kid, you don't know. They might, you know, not live up to your expectations. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's I always school dropout. Well, the world needs ditch diggers too, you know. They do, and sawmill workers. <laughs> and coal miners and paper mills. <laughs> You know what? Those pop, those people make more money than we do. So right now, know. yes, okay. they do. Everybody makes more money than we do right now. That's true. Sure. It's okay. But anyway, yeah, you don't want to be that guy having a hissy fit because he has to wear a mask or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, or oh, that yeah. lady, that that Karen, as the kids say. Karen. Exactly. All right. Well, Chris, I'd, I'd like to thank you for taking time out of your family trip today. So once again, thank you for providing an on-the-spot report uh, that just goes to prove that the mouse and more will go through extraordinary lengths to get our listeners the news. That's right. And, uh, uh, you know, as Chris says, everybody, uh, you know, she thinks things are looking up. Uh, So if you are inclined to travel, I will remind you that our podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel. You can check out our website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com, request a quote, and let Chris connect you with the right agent for your travel needs. As always, we're on Facebook in the Mouse and More podcast group. We have our Twitter and Instagram accounts. On behalf of Chris, Liza, and Adam, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. All right.